Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey everyone, this is the Millionaire Hippies Podcast with your host, Boom Shika, where we chat about spirituality, business, and health. We all want to live self-actualizing, fulfilling lives with joy, prosperity, and gratitude. Let's go on this beautiful journey together. Hey guys, I hope that you guys are doing amazing wherever you are in the world. My name is Boom Shika. And I welcome you to my channel. I'm so grateful, as always, that you guys are listening, subscribing, and commenting. I appreciate the support. If you guys are interested in supporting me further, obviously, you can go to my Patreon link. The link is in the description below. And you can give me a dollar a month, two dollars, whatever you guys prefer that you think is appropriate. Okay? 
In this video, I wanted to speak to you guys about apathy. I get a lot of messages from people who are in the state of mind of wanting to give up on everything and hide from the world, specifically because of all the madness, all the crazy things that are going on in the world right now. And I, I empathize with them. I empathize with everyone who is going through this kind of feeling of wanting to commit suicide or wanting to give up on life or wanting to get away from all of this because it's just too much for them to handle, especially if they're empathic themselves or a highly sensitive person. It's hard to be in this world right now because you do see a lot of shit going on. There's a lot of you know species going extinct, a lot of deforestation, Mother Earth being polluted in air, water, the sea. Um, I mean, there's just a lot of things going on and there's a lot of disconnection because of technology, disconnection with our, our community, our own bodies, our own hearts. We are disconnected. We don't know where our bodies exist. Because we spend all of our time on on the computer or on a screen, watching a screen, we also are disconnected from from community or people in general. Because again, we're spending too much time watching a, a phone rather than interacting with people face to face. And so there's a, a bunch of different things. And I would say also disconnection with nature. You know, we're spending time in concrete jungles, and we have no idea what nature looks like. We have no idea where our water comes from, where our food comes from, where our uh, what the bees are doing, you know, what are the different butterflies are doing, are there flowers? Or, I mean, we have no idea any about any of the nature stuff. We have no idea what what even the trees around us are, what, what their names would be or what their qualities are, um, things like that, right? We don't know anything because that's the way we've been brought up. It makes sense. We're, we're, we're city people, mostly. But all of this disconnection from community, from nature, disconnection from Mother Earth, the fact that this entire universe is being slowly discombobulated and breaking down because of capitalism or materialism, whatever it might be, whatever you, however you want to look at the world. Unfortunately, I think that is one of the reasons why there are so many people who are reaching out to me saying that they are in a suicidal way or they are thinking about you know committing suicide or they want to give up on this life or they just want to give up and just hide in a corner somewhere never interact with anyone again never get out go out again get everything delivered to their house there are hundreds of thousands of people in the world who are going into this isolated state i mean if you look at japan they actually have a term for it called hikikimori where there are hundreds of thousands of people in uh, in our age group basically 20s or 30s who are just hiding from the world they sit in their room all day long they get everything delivered or they live with their parents obviously and their parents cook and do all that stuff and they just hide in their room they read manga watch anime and they never interact with the world they they probably some of these people have never gone out 10 15 30 years they're just in their room never going out again yeah and so obviously that's how they've decided that they're going to deal with the world I can't deal with what's going on out there, so I'm going to become apathetic. I'm going to hide in my room, and I'm not going to do anything to interact with the real world. I'm going to pretend like my screen, my computer, the characters on my computer, the characters in these online games that I play are the real things, and real people out there are not, right? And I understand. I empathize with them. I, I totally get it. That need to disappear from the world is very much ingrained in me as well and I've gone through these phases myself that's one of the reasons why I want to share this with you guys is because I've been through that and I understand and I empathize with you 
I don't have a solution necessarily. I know how I got out of it. And maybe that will work for you. Maybe it won't. But I just want to share my story because I feel like that might give you the sense that if I can be here in this moment in time and, and be social and go out and, and not be apathetic, even though I was like that before, then there's hope for everyone. Really, there is. And I was like this, I think, in my early 20s. I think about it and I actually think about how, how I was living back then, yeah? And it's so fascinating to me because I would say I was 21, 22, and I started getting into this state of hopelessness, I think. And that's the first step, I believe. Uh, hopelessness is the first step that, like, you look around the world and you think to yourself, I... I just don't understand what's going on, right? And at that point, it wasn't as bad as it is right now. I mean, this was 15 years ago. And so it wasn't as bad. You know, obviously, we were still polluting the earth. We were still killing it, species. But it wasn't as bad as it, as it is right now. So, But still, I felt that hopelessness. I felt like that anger. I felt a lot of anger at first and a lot of hopelessness after. Because you realize that if you're angry, there's really nothing you can do about it. And I did my, my level best, you know, I, I recycled. I did not know what, how I could contribute, but I did the little that I could. I mean, I taught my parents and my family about recycling and about environmental acts that they could take on as well. So we all tried our level best. We lived in Toronto, and Toronto is one, one of the good, better cities, actually, um, in terms of recycling. They have compost systems. I mean, they have a really good system going on there. The infrastructure is amazing. So it was easier there, obviously, right? Um, but I still wasn't vegetarian at the time which was one of the main things I could have done in order to save the earth, but that's okay. So I did my level best, yeah? Even despite that, even despite the fact that I was doing all of these things, I was taking on all these roles, I was learning about how to save the world, I knew or I felt like as one individual, I, there was nothing really I could do. One pathetic little individual, I would be useless. And so I would oscillate a lot between anger and hopelessness, anger and hopelessness. I get angry at myself because I was useless. I get angry at the world because they're idiots and they're doing this to the to Mother Earth. I get angry at the at God for creating a world in which we're we were living in this way and we're hurting other people and other animals and other beings. And then when I couldn't feel angry anymore because it's too tiresome, it's too tiring to be being angry all the time. I go into a state of hopelessness, and when I was hopeless. When I was in that state of hopelessness, I would spend a lot of my time drinking alcohol to numb myself and partying and buying a lot of shit. And so I usually used consumerism and alcoholism as a way of numbing myself, right? Again, that didn't work either. And once we try these two oscillating things about anger and hopelessness, a lot of people will move into apathy. And that is where they stay for the rest of their life. And I know a lot of people like that. And also, obviously, you can go back and forth between these three. So sometimes you stay in the apathetic phase for like a few months, a few years, and then you realize, okay, I'm, I'm angry again. And you start feeling angry and you start, you know, trolling people or putting angry comments everywhere and just things like that. And then you get hopeless again. And then you go back to apathy. You know, so it kind of, you can kind of oscillate through these stages. But apathy is the worst one. Because obviously when you're apathetic, you're not doing anything. These hikikomoris, these people who are just hiding from the world, they're apathetic. Yeah, they're like perhaps living a good life online. You know, they have friends online. 
they, their parents are taking care of them, but what will happen when their parents die? And that's one of the biggest fears that the Japanese government has, is that there are hundreds of thousands of these people, once their parents die, and they're not going to pay the mortgage anymore, or are not going to pay the rent anymore, or pay for all this stuff, what are they going to do? These people don't have jobs. They're not doing it. They're not doing anything to interact with the real world. They're just spending all their time online in these, you know, multiplayer games. And they're spending all their time reading mangas or animes, and they don't actually contribute anything. So they don't actually have have any potential of earning any money, right? So as soon as their parents die, what are they going to do? How are they going to take care of themselves, right? And so, I mean, this is the kind of apathetic apathy that kind of resonates or resides in a lot of us. And I went through that apathy phase as well, where I was like, I can't do anything. I'm hopeless. I can't, I can't be angry about it because it's too tiring. What I'm going to do is I'm not going to care anymore. Yeah, the world's going to shit. At least I have a good life. Great. Perfect. So I went into apathy mode where I was not going to do anything to save the world because I can't, because I felt like it was impossible. So I just didn't care anymore. I was like, well, I'm, I'm living a good life. I'm living in Toronto. Everything's perfect. The air is clean. The water seems clean. Um, and there's no plastic on the ground. Everything's cleaned up. The infrastructure is pretty good. The roads are taken care of. Yeah, it's a little bit more expensive to live here, but that's what you, what, what you pay for. And so, yeah, I'm fine. If I don't ever leave, <laughs> leave my bubble, then I never have to wonder or worry about the fact that the world's going to shit. Right? And so that's what happens to us, is that we go into the state of apathy. And I think the apathy is the worst, worst of the worst of the worst of it, because you basically be- become dead on the inside, or you make yourself dead on the inside. You go into this phase or state where you don't care. You care, but you don't care. Yeah, You try very hard not to care, and that deadens you on the inside. Your heart deadens up. It becomes closed off. Your body deadens up. Your spirit dies. Your soul slowly dies. You become like a zombie, absolutely dead on the inside. In walking zombies, and there are a lot of walking zombies. I'm sure you guys have seen them. Perhaps you are one yourself. Probably not if you're watching this. But we've probably seen them walking around, yeah? And so that is, for me, that's, that was the biggest fear. As soon as I started noticing myself slipping into it, I, I was like, I, that's not, I, I can't do it. I have to change. And that's when I started making all those changes that I've talked to you guys about several times. You know, I started learning and reading and started figuring out what I want to do with my life. Quit my job, moved to Chiang Mai, started working on all the different things that I'd like to work on. Started making the little differences that I can and that is why, how I moved out of apathy and out of that cycle of hopelessness, anger, and apathy, right? So it was a long process for me. And I've actually talked about this many times. I've t- done a video on quarter-life crisis. You can, read, you can watch that one. That will give you a little bit more detail. But I wanted to share this cycle with you because I've noticed this a lot in people. And I was talking to a girlfriend about this uh, the other day. And she's like, you should really share this with your viewers, I was like, oh, right, I guess I should do that because I didn't even think about it. I assumed everyone knew about this. But I've been observing this for a while, especially because I get a lot of messages from people who are apathetic or who are hopeless or are really angry. And so I've been noticing the connections, right? Of course, I'd love to hear from you guys what you guys think about this because I have just made up this random theory and obviously it might be inaccurate. This is my observation about the world. Also, obviously, if you guys want to support me further, you can do that by visiting my Patreon site. The link is in the description below. And again, you can give a dollar or two dollars, whatever you prefer. I'll see you guys in the next video. Bye for now. 
Thanks for listening. Go check out my website at themillionairehippie.com if you want more free, awesome content. If you really like the podcast, please consider giving me a five-star review on iTunes. Until next time, namaste. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.